raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's Weston Walker back on a Star Wars edition. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Golf meets Star Wars. We're out at the Quail Hollow. Wells Fargo Championship 2023. Kevin Streelman leading the way right now alongside K.H. Lee. Both are at five under. Excited to talk a little bit more. Dig a little deeper into the 2023 Wells Fargo Championship with Rex Hoggard on the Body Works Plus guest hotline right now. You can also follow Rex on Twitter, by the way, at Rex Hoggard GC. Stands for Golf Channel. Rex, thanks so much for the time how are you may the fourth be with you happy fourth <laughs> and also with you we appreciate that rex um yeah if you if you look at the top 10 right now of the leaderboard just went through a couple of the updates clearly a lot of big names just finished their day they finished their first round you saw streelman as i just mentioned he's up at the top sahith the gala maybe people remember him from full swing that was an awesome episode he is at four under right now tied at four with patrick cantlay rory mcelroy just finished three under gary woodland up there as well what do you make of the leaderboard right now, Rex, and uh, some of the big names up there? I think part of it is, you know, you see Rory's name on the leaderboard, and it's like we've come to just recognize that. He's won here three times. He's had so much success on this golf course. He seems so comfortable here. But maybe some of the other ones, not so much. I mean, Kevin Stroman is the example that you probably would have a hard time wrapping your mind around that guy mm-hmm. being contention on this specific golf course. Today's round is the lowest round in a decade for Kevin here. So it gives you an idea that, He's kind of a middle-of-pack guy when it comes to driving distance, and he's never really played well before, but something clicked today. He talked about this morning, even though it was cold when he teed off, that there was really no wind. Greens are absolutely perfect, and he said it's about as good as he could have expected. So I, I like the, how it's an eclectic leaderboard. You know, we're, we're used to some names, but there's some others that we're not so much. It's Weston Walker right now, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Rex Hogger joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You know, one thing I wanted to talk about, too, it's such a strong field here at Wells Fargo. And I think in large part, we're seeing some of the changes that the PGA is making because they want their best golfers out with some competition like Live Tour. You know, how much do you think Live Tour has actually served in maybe unintended consequences? But has that led to good changes in your mind, Rex, that the PGA, with some of the factors they might be thinking about going forward? I mean, my guess is my friends at the PGA Tour wouldn't agree with this, but I would argue that the game of golf is better now because of that competition. And I know, again, it probably makes a lot of people in Pontevedra Beach where the tour is headquartered very uncomfortable to have to look over your shoulder constantly. But I'll argue that professional golfers 
life is certainly better because you look at how many golfers join lift off. We all know about the guaranteed contracts they got. We all know about the designated events and the bigger purses on the PGA Tour. So things got better for the golfers. I would argue things got better for fans. As you just pointed out, we get more of these fields. Where you have the top players going head-to-head on a more regular basis on golf courses like this. I mean, this is what you want to see. You want to see a Jordan Spieth and a Justin Thomas and a Rory McIlroy all going head-to-head at these big events, and that's basically Rex Hoggard on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Rex Hoggard GC. And the Wells Fargo Championship has developed a reputation for crowning first-time winners on the PGA Tour. Should we expect to see that given the difficulty of this course and the reputation that it has? I wouldn't be surprised, and it's one of the names that you actually just mentioned that stands out to me, it's the Hitagala. And we spoke with him this morning after he finished up his round. And he's a really special player. He's a really special, you know, individual just to be around. But the part that gets me is he had a really good Sunday at Augusta. And maybe that seems, well, it'd be ridiculous just to have one good day and be able to build momentum on that. But I don't think you can discount what it means for a young player to find himself in contention at a major championship and just what you learn about yourself, how you respond to those nerves, how you respond to that situation. I think, I think he learned a lot about himself that day, and he's become more and more comfortable in this situation. So, no, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he was somehow able to do it. And when you come out here in the morning, you see the guys out practicing their swings. And one thing about golf, people talk about the unorthodox practice methods. And for people who uh, may be coming out looking for something early in the morning, who are some of the guys that you would say have some of the most unorthodox practice methods? Uh, I think there's a couple of them. Probably uh, the one that stands out is Alex Norn. If you sit and watch kind of his pre-shot routine, it's, it's very deliberate. It's very exaggerated. I don't know that I would recommend anyone try it. It certainly <laughs> works well for him, but I think that's a pretty good one. I remember back in the day when Angel Cabrera was still up at the range, and he was so methodical about some of the things that he would do before he started hitting golf balls. I'm more of a Sergio Garcia kind of guy, and by that I mean I very rarely go to the range. So I, I don't have a lot of answers what happens. There you there. go. It's Rex Hogger joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. One player that we talk about all the time when Wells Fargo is in town, when people are playing at Quill Hollow, it's Rory McIlroy. Once again, he finds himself towards the top of the leaderboard, tied for sixth right now, as we just mentioned. You know, what makes Rory so good at this course? What allows him to be one? I know he's obviously a very good golfer just in general, but this course in particular, Rex, it seems like he seems to perform um, – you know, very well every time. It's funny I asked him that today after his round because he's played well from the very beginning. He got his first PGA Tour victory here back in 2010, and he continues to play well. We just talked about his record, but as we all know, Quail Hollow has changed dramatically. Johnny Harris does not leave things alone. I mean, I think the golf course changes every single year. You come back and you kind of look at what's different about each individual hole, but when I asked Rory specifically how he's been able to evolve, he actually made the argument that it's actually kind of suited him more and more over the years. If you look at what the changes have been, largely they've added distance, they've added length to certain tee boxes, and that only goes to his wheelhouse. I think someone pointed out on Twitter this morning that in the group that he was playing with, and he's playing with the U.S. Open champ, Matt Fitzpatrick, Rory can do things that they simply cannot do. He can cut corners. He can fly over bunkers. He can actually turn this golf course into something closer into, and I hate saying this because it always comes back to bite you, but something closer to a par 70, and it's only gotten more and more so over the years. 
Rex, and looking at this uh, golf course at the Quail Hollow, we've talked about just how nice of a course it is. And we were talking with Jason Sobel, actually, you know, a couple days ago. And there was someone that discussed, hey, maybe if uh, Augusta was set up a couple hours north, maybe this would be the actual place where we could call the Masters, right? Maybe that's a little hyperbolic, but we can also put this place in a tier right outside of some of the legendary courses that you talk about. You're going to have the PGA Championships uh, once again in 2025. You already had it just a few years back. Well, what are some of your favorite aspects of this course? I think the way it's evolved with the game. I mean, look, we're in a, a very long and deep conversation right now in professional golf about the distance that the players hit the golf ball. And I, I always come back to the idea that there's only a really, really small number of golf courses that actually host the best players in the year. I mean, we're talking about right now it's 48 events on the PGA Tour. So you have 48 different golf courses that have to sort of page these uh, these long drivers in. In this particular case, as I mentioned, Johnny Harris has adjusted with the time. This golf course has gotten longer. It's gotten more difficult. Uh, I think you look at the field even before it was a designated event, players flocked here they wanted to play here for a reason that it's done a, he's done a very good job of keeping this golf course very very modern and i think that's why it's so popular rex we talked about different ways to watch golf events when they come do you follow a player do you sit at certain holes what would be the best way at this course you mm -hmm. feel like to watch uh this what are some of the more critical holes that you may want to watch out for that could decide this tournament and go check it out and watch from there I like to walk, so I probably wouldn't stay in one spot. But if I did, certainly sort of that amphitheater that they've created around 18 is really cool. Anything along the Green Mile, which is, you know, those last couple of holes, is very, very good. Just, again, how they sort of built that up and turned that into something that almost feels like TPC Sawgrass. You know, we all see it every year on the 17th hole of TPC Sawgrass. It's just this huge amphitheater, and you get thousands of people in there. And it's a lot of fun. Like I said, I like to walk, but there's plenty of places where you can go on this golf course and just kind of relax and watch. Rex, last thing before you get out of here, who's a guy that hasn't quite gotten off to the start that you thought that they would but could end up being in the mix before this is all said and done? I think Jordan Spieth stumbled a little bit, but, I mean, anytime you have Jordan Spieth on the golf course, you know he can go either direction really, really fast. He can make some mistakes and, and end up with a couple of bogeys, or he can get the putter hot. Next thing you know, he's back at the hot. So I think he's one or two over right now. I'll be shocked if he ends the day there. All right, that's Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel joining us here on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. We're live from Quail Hollow. Make sure you follow him on Twitter just for all of the updates, some analysis more so, at Rex Hoggard GC. Rex, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Hey, appreciate you guys having Thanks, me on. Thanks, Rex. Absolutely. Some analysis there, talking a little bit about the leaderboard, just how decorated it is with some of the higher-profile guys being towards the top. Rory McIlroy, always in contention when the guys come out here to this golf course, so certainly a lot of fun there. Let's go to the text line, 704-570-9610. Um, Fitty, Casey Steve is being mean to you on the text line. There were a lot of people that were big old fans of the last Fitty Flash or the last update because you got more flags mixed up. Up. Um, you know, are, are you starting to make sure that you make flashcards with the country on one side, the flag on the back, so this doesn't happen to you ever again? I feel like we should play the flag game that Sheldon <laughs> plays in the Big Bang Theory because it would be a great bit, and it would really just show 
just how dumb I like. Like I, I know that I sound dumb. Yeah. But now I'm starting to come across dumb. It'd be a lot of fun for y'all to make fun of me after I get done making fun of you. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. We would have something to come back at you with. That would be fantastic for sure. So maybe that could be another segment that we go to a little bit later on. All right. It's Weston Walker. We're live from Quail Hollow 2023 Wells Fargo Championship. Appreciate you joining us. We're going to be with you for another couple of segments, and then on the other side, Puff Johnson going to be joining us. He's right, here. Surprise, surprise. Surprise guest. Yes, I don't know if you would have told me, hey, we've got one guest hopping on. Who is it? Don't know how long it would have been before I guessed Puff Johnson. But he's here, and we're excited to have him. Coming up next, Weston Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back to Wesson Walker, live from Quail Hollow for the 2023 Wells Fargo Championship. And Wes, as I mentioned... You could have told me we're going to have a few different guests on next. You could have told me a whole bunch. Maybe a golfer, I would have guessed. Maybe, I don't know who. Puff Johnson is joining us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, but he's live with us, so just in the spirit of that. He's joining us now, and we asked you if you golf a little bit. You say you putt-putt. This is your first time out here, a part of <laughs> Sumner Sports. Mini-golf guy like me. Yeah, that's right. A part of Sumner Sports, division of the Sumner Group, by the way. We appreciate their help as well. So it's not like you're out here because you're good at golf, but you are good at putt-putt is what you're saying. Yes, sir. Um... I've never really got into golf uh-huh. because when I play golf, I kind of hit it like I play hockey because I also play baseball. So I kind of hit it like I play baseball, but <laughs> so I never got any good. But, I mean, I feel like I'm decent at putt-putt just because I'm competitive and, like, I hate to lose. So mm-hmm. that's the only, like, that's the only thing that will keep me competitive in putt-putt. But other than that, like, I'm also pretty good at top golf too because you can, like, hit, like, you don't have to get it up in the air. And so I can get it into, like, the little zones and get some points. So. Oh, the, the yellow zone closest <laughs> yeah, up yeah, is that's where me. I make a living. Yep, I make a living. Get and that. everyone gets so mad because I make a I'm talking about every single time I'm getting points. Get the small irons yeah. out. Make sure you just get a little chip in there. Uh-huh. Don't try to be a hero and drive it because yep. you're going to be embarrassed. That's yep. exactly no the doubt. same style of game no that doubt. I play. Puff, we appreciate you joining us, man. Once again, a part of Sumner Group, Summer Sports, excuse me, division of the Sumner Group here um, at the Quail Hollow Wells Fargo Championship. Uh, we really appreciate it. And just kind of looking at um, what your offseason is like, it's been very busy, right? Big yes, old sir. change, transferring from North Carolina. Yes, you did sir. end up at Penn State. Ultimately, what went into to that decision to you not only leaving North Carolina but also ending up at Penn State for sure um, just being close to home is huge for me uh, Penn State's about two hours away I'm from Pittsburgh Pennsylvania and being close to home is huge for me just so my mom can come watch some games she's been uh, probably about four games of mine and that was the Sweet 16 Elite 8 Final Four in the championship oh, wow. game when um, we went on a run my sophomore year and I've been here for three years, and she didn't get to watch any of the games, so I feel like that was huge for me, and I'm just excited. I like the coaching staff down at Penn State. Coach Rose are great people, and 
uh, they're just hungry to win, and I like that. And I remember growing up watching Penn State. I mean, I live my hometown's two hours away from there. I won a state championship my junior year there, and just uh, they're just excited and they're pumped because Penn State's always wanted to have a winner for basketball and. Uh, I feel like that's what they can return to, too. So, Puff, tell us, man, last season you guys came into the year with high expectations, man, and so things definitely didn't go the way you guys wanted it to go. But just give us a quick glimpse of what that season was like for you last year and the team as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I love those guys. I was actually with them yesterday. Most of them was probably like, 10, 12 of us, and we were shooting around, hanging out, eating pizza, watching the game, just because we were just a tight-knit group. And I feel like everything we went through made us that, uh, made us a lot closer just because of the fact that, I mean, we saw the highest of highs and we saw the lowest of lows together. And that core group, we've been together for two, three years now. And um, it's just like it was a, it was a brother. It, we, we really became like a brotherhood and just like everything we did just became so like uh, just so magnified just because of our expectations coming this year and so every win was magnified every loss was magnified every move we did outside of basketball was magnified everywhere we went was just magnified so yeah so for us in general I mean it was definitely a year that we weren't sneaking up on anybody and uh, we knew that and it was definitely a year that um, we wish would have ended differently but I mean it is what it is you go out there and I remember I saw um I'm not sure if y'all saw the Giannis quote when the yes. press conference asked him oh about yeah was it oh, a yeah. failure we saw that yeah was it a failure and I was thinking like yeah like I mean every every time you go out there each team no one's trying to lose I mean we had a 20 win season but it wasn't uh what people expected us to do just because we came in with such high expectations and we weren't sneaking up on anyone but yeah I mean uh, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but this will definitely be my brothers for life. So, man, I played college football. I transferred from Florida to Wake Forest, and so it was a completely different time back then. And so you're the first college athlete that we've had on our show. And so I would like for you to tell people just uh, how crazy this whole transfer thing is now with the portal. What was that process like for you, man, and, and just how wild can it get in there? Oh, so wild. Wow. So, um, like, I didn't, I mean, I had no idea. So this is, what, the second year of the portal, like, really being, like, the portal. And so, like, I had no idea that it was going to be like this. I knew it was going to be wild. But I remember talking to a lot of coaches. It's almost like speed dating. It's like when you first get on the phone with the coach, it's like, listen, are you interested? Because there's a million people in the portal. Mm. And if you're not interested, then we have to go somewhere elsewhere because the portal's like, good players are going fast and good players are at a premium but there's also a lot of players and so you're not trying to miss anyone so it's like they'll call you and like the first question i'd usually get is like are you interested to coming to fill in the blank or are you interested to coming to fill in the blank and if not like it's fine like i understand but uh we have what four four or five coaches and we're trying to get as many players as possible and a lot of these teams especially with the transfer portal um, being the way it is now, a lot of these teams are starting from scratch. I think Penn State has three returning players from last year. I mean, most graduated, but with the transfer portal the way it is, I mean, you're bringing in a whole new team, and so just developing developing a chemistry and relationship is huge. So they try to get these players as fast as they can. It's almost like speed dating. So, I mean, it's definitely it's a lot more hectic than people think from the outside looking in just because uh, you get, I mean, my first day I probably got, about like 20 to 30 calls wow. but like is it like but you're getting these calls and these texts but is it a serious call and text you know what i'm saying like is it like like they're just calling just to call 
just to see like what's up like and then i get dms on instagram from coaches and then people like coaches will call my dad and then like it, like it was just wild and then you had penn state situation when the coaching staff came in so i uh, put my name in the portal and the coaching staff came in after the fact like like probably two weeks after I put my name in the portal and they reached out to me at that point. You know what I'm saying? So you have different points in different times. So they contacted you first. Yeah. Yeah. They contacted, yeah, these coaches that would contact me first and Mm -hmm. then we'd start like talking and then all this and that. But yeah, it's definitely a a lot more hectic than people would see from the outside looking in just because there's so many players now in it and you're trying to get a good team fast. And so you have like, and and then also what does another curveball into it, if people don't see is that players like, Player, I think my class is the last class with the extra year of eligibility. So I will technically be a senior, but I'll still have two more years of eligibility. Whereas the class below me won't have an extra year of eligibility because I was in the COVID class. Because my freshman year was a COVID year. So I'm the mm-hmm. last year of having a fifth year available to play. And so they, they, you got to take all that into consideration and all that type of stuff. And I also feel for the uh, younger kids like coming up out of high school because I know my little brother's trying to get recruited because he's a junior right now in high school and it's hard for him just because coaches are looking at I want to become good fast and like that's the thing in college basketball like you can become you can turn around like that just because of the transfer portal and older players and so like coaches I mean they're still recruiting out of high school but the recruiting out of high school is definitely like the interest level of high schools have dropped just because of the fact you can get older players fast and older wins in college basketball for the most part and college all right it does appear that uh we were having some more technical difficulties right there, the guys. They were speaking live with former Carolina forward. Now he is transferred to Penn State. That was Puff Johnson. But this will allow us a chance to take a look at the leaderboard right now over at Quail Hollow. And this leaderboard update is brought to you by GSM Services and Mount Olive Pickles. And as we look at the leaderboard up and down right now, you still got the names at the top that have been there for the majority of the day. You've got Streelman, Lee, and Moore all at five under. Patrick Cantley and Tia Gala, he, they, they are four under par. Uh, Roy McElroy, he finished his day. He's three under par. Um, Gary Woodland finished his day, as I mentioned earlier. He's two under. Lucas Glover is two under. Tommy Fleetwood, he's two under through seven. And there's just a bunch of guys right now tied at two under. Colin Morikawa is two under after five innings. Um, Moving on down the list here, Max Homa, he's one under right now. Sam Stevens, one under. Xander Schauffele, he's one under. Justin Thomas, he's through six. He's one under, so a lot of names have already completed their, their day on the course, but some other big-name golfers, they're out on the rounds right now making their way through their first round there at Quail Hollow Club for the 2023 Wells Fargo Championship. This leaderboard update, once again, it was brought to you by GSM Services and Mount Olive Pickles. We're going to go to break. We're going to try to get the guys reconnected here and come back and give you the final segment right here on Weston Walker. This is Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. 
Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Got a longer segment ending Wes and Walker. Having some technical issues. Unfortunately, it had to end the way it did with Puff Johnson asking him some interesting questions. You ran, you talked a little bit about Cam Johnson. He spoke a lot about how much family mattered. And yes. I'll tell you what, Puff Johnson very different. Steve than, Urkel. Yeah, well, who's Steve Urkel? I said he spoke a lot about family matters. That's what you said. I said Steve Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were insulting him. Not at all. I was all. like, wait, you're about to insult Puff and call no, him Steve? <laughs> not at all. I was like, wait, now that's harsh. Nah. More like Stefan, okay? Right. Like not, Puff is Stefan Urkel, yeah, if anything. Not whatsoever. Oh, all right. Not, so you making it a thing. That threw well, that threw me for a loop, honestly. No, that was honest. <laughs> that's my favorite joke you may have ever said on this show. Really? That's my favorite one. Yeah, that's the great Wes Bryant, a part of Wes and Walker. Last segment here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Now, also another unexpected guest didn't realize that we would have this opportunity but i did want some kind of spectator update and we got the david walker the og host of the lockdown hornets podcast way back in the day and then he passed on the naming rights to me he's out here at quail hollow walking around taking in the sights giving us some food updates as well first of all has the, how's the experience been it's amazing out here guys you yeah. know y- y'all been out here all day uh, yes. real quick i was gonna say puff is more like uh, eddie from uh, Family Matters because of the Jordan connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, that's good. Yeah, that's probably better. It's better than than Urkel. It's better than For sure. <laughs> you know, Urkel, Urkel did get the bag, though. Urkel that's was true. the man. That's true. Urkel got the bag. That's true. That's true. All the right. merch was crazy. David, what, what kind of things can you tell the people that might be coming out here to Quell Hollow? What's something that they should be expecting? And we've, go- we've been going like spectator strategy. So do you walk the back nine and try to see every golfer? Do you camp out at a certain green? Do you follow a certain group what's been your strategy so far no i'm here to report i've seen exactly one shot of golf today <laughs> he was out of bounds okay and he hit a beauty to get back into it but you want to go straight just over the 18th right uh where fan villages yeah that's where you can pick up your barbecue your beverages your chicken salad sandwich if you want some of the best mac and cheese i've ever had wow here at quail yeah okay yeah i did not know it was that have good to do a taste test tomorrow oh, we're, we're, we're absolutely gonna have to yeah we had some fish and stuff over here i don't know if we had the mac and cheese food and has been delicious today it has, yeah. i'm telling you it's a good food event i told you yesterday we got acc kickoff and we also have wells fargo great food events that's the thing about well, this listen, that we tomorrow get excited the baby goes home i can chill out i don't have to go pick him up from school so we can hang out a little bit tomorrow and i get into some shenanigans so what's the plan after this are you going to go follow any group what's the what's the spectator strategy going to be no we're going to keep rolling through okay. the drinks and the food beverages area uh-huh. uh but yeah we're going to follow a few groups out here i mean this is the day to be here i think you guys y'all been here all, all so week right you think yes. no well yeah we were out here yesterday and today you know for the pro-am we'll be here, right over here tomorrow for sure yeah this is the great day to be out here everything's kicking off everybody's excited uh and if you want to get out here early that's the time to do it as well no lines and uh, they do a great job out here though i mean you want to hit up all those places and and just have
have the time of your life. I got a good question, yeah. man. So when you go to a basketball game, football game, you can wear certain things to represent mm. the player that you like. You know what That's I'm saying? A great question. So when you come out here, I, well, I try, man. I, I think a little bit. So when you come out here and you have a favorite golfer, what can you wear? What can you do like to represent the guy that you like in some sort of way? Or what I, do like kids do? You heard that on earlier, though, right? What? That, was that, I was yeah, about to say. Yeah, 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 it's a little yeah. Ricky-esque, right? I was going to say. That's where I was going. Back a few years ago when Ricky Fowler used to wear the all, you know, monotone hyper colors, uh, I'd see some people out here doing that. Okay. These days, it does seem like a little more subdued. Uh, you look at the sneakers, though, right? That's mm-hmm. where people really kind of, uh, you know, put on their put on their colors. Uh-huh. So I don't know, man. You just got to do you and be comfortable. I think, like I guess when Tiger was popping, people would come red. out here with the red, Absolutely. with the black. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I think this might be the first time. This is the Ricky Fowler experience. Yes. Yes. So you've seen he's that a big Puma guy. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. big Puma guy. So this is. I've missed the all orange. Isn't he kind of? Doesn't he kind of temper that now a little I bit? Think so yeah. We Would've just saw. Big. We just saw Ricky That's walk by us. No, I w- I want to see the. Yeah orange still. Go back to it. But I feel like because he hasn't won a major or anything like that, maybe he decided to change up that way. I don't know, man. I just want him to go back. He might be waiting for LaMelo to pop out. <laughs> and they can just Puma and get <laughs> yeah, it together. Because, because when you talk about stuff like that, that helps make golf more individualistic. Absolutely. And then when you had Tiger doing it, I'm sure there were tons of people that did that. Will we ever see a golfer again that will be to Tiger Woods level where you're talking video games? I'm sure there were tons of guys out here before at one point dressing like him. Oh, yeah. Uh, we know that he had his own Nike line and mm-hmm. things of that nature, man. Are we ever going to see that again from a guy? I don't think so, man. Not in my lifetime. You know what I mean? They they talked about it. He's the next Tiger. This guy's the next Tiger. Right. And it's just, it, it's first of all, it's unfair, mm-hmm. but it's impossible to live up to that. He was such a phenomenon. I mean, you think about the Nike commercials, right? You think about the crowds walking over the hill with him. And just the huge crowds of people. I don't know that we'll ever see someone like that take over a sport, especially the sport of golf again I, in, in my lifetime, guys. It was something special. I now, like the hat you got. Oh, well, I appreciate well, it. well, no, this is this is what I wanted to talk about. The hat is fine. <laughs> I, I'm excited because I have the, the two biggest fashion aficionados in my life speaking at this table right now. <laughs> ah, well, thank you, Walker. That's a big compliment. I'm telling, well, look, thank look, you. I'm going to keep it real. Like yeah. both of y'all. I don't know how many pairs of shoes or Jordans y'all have between you, but it has to it has to be able to apply a pair mm. of shoes to everybody here at Quill Hollow. And this the fa- and, and plus, this is what Doug was telling me for Lockdown Hornets, by the way. That Wes, maybe David wants to do some sort of form of fire or fizzle okay. with locked on hornets. That we could do something like that. We where gotta we figure something. We out. gotta bring something to the table. My question is, what shoes did you wear today? I wore the. Uh, I'm gonna take a peek over the table. Nike, oh yeah, Nike there we go. Air Jordan One times Sean Costin uh, SB. So oh, this was a low one that came out with a few years ago. It's my favorite shoe of all time. It's a Carolina blue. Obviously, it looks good out here. It looks good wherever you wear it. That's right. It's got some extra uh, air zoom cushioning in there. They uh, did for the skateboarders, so it, it hits all of them. I need, okay. to, I need to ask the text line before you give us the blessing of fire or fizzle. Maybe yes. you yell this one out if yes. you want to. I did want to ask the text line, your favorite pair of shoes of all time. What is the favorite pair that you've ever worn, that you ever got? I recently just got mine with the Jordan 3 white cements that I won on the sneakers app. Yes. My first ever sneakers win that took place just a couple of uh, weeks ago. Man, I guess it was a month ago. And I restrained from the blue coppers yep. that Jordan wore in a game. He wore, him, he wore them with the Wizards. 
You know, he wore those shoes with the Wizards. They were originally retro when he was in Washington, a lesser-known era. era you know? <laughs> well, but, one that we just don't. But see he about. actually wore it on court. So if you're a Jordan aficionado, you you do want to pick those up. I thought those were awesome, yeah. and I just couldn't spend two hundred dollars on another pair of Jordan threes within like six weeks worth of time. You're doing well. I, you're doing I tried. Well. Pace yourself. I tried. Wes, did I make the right decision? You were gassing me up to get them, though. Hey man, you were telling me to get them. Wes, I'm trying to I'm trying to lead him along slowly <laughs> al- along the path, but it's tough. Yeah, man. I I, uh, I definitely like to encourage my friends to uh, shop and when you talk about the writing I mean when you talk about the Jordans he has on there straight fire yes okay I know where the golf course I just made everybody turn around and look at me but this is what we do here this is the brand and people are walking by here smiling they say who is that loud guy right there <laughs> But I gave it to you, and it was straight fire. Good. Okay? It's, 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 the, it's better than the Whisper. I like the Whisper Edition, fine. Yeah, but, but no, but it's we, nothing like the OG. We, you know we need the volume. We're getting yeah, yeah, as far yeah. as best yeah. shoes of all time. 704 wrote in Jordan Olympic 6s and mm. Carmine 6s. Mm-hmm. Don't know if we're getting uh, uh, the uh, official nods there. Orange Lobster. I, is that, uh, that's, that's a, a that's thing? A, that's, that's a dunk that came out this year, SB Dunk. Okay. I didn't know that. Jordan yep. 13. The, the Olympics were the sevens because I wanted those really bad way back in the day. So, so what, might what, have been a little confused. What's your favorite of all time? Oh, oh man, it's crazy now because I'd, I'd love to think of things in historical text. And Slam Magazine actually just came out with their top 100 sneaker of all time list, to which the Jordan 11 uh, topped that. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a long time before I had them, it was the Jordan 11. But when I really just went into the Rolodex of my mind <laughs> and I thought about what is my favorite, it's, it's the Jordan 1. I mean, I, mean, I, I said to myself, I said it's the Jordan ones, especially the high top ones, because you have to be specific. Yep. The high top Jordan ones are uh, my favorite shoe ever. My, my, here's a question. I don't know if there's a hot take because I don't know the shoe game like that. Is there a bigger drop from one style of a Jordan to another? from the one to the two mm. in the rest of the Jordan lineage? Is that a fair question? Because I, That is go, an excellent question. <laughs> we we need to have this guy on here yes. once a week. Yes. Okay? Well, you is know, that fair? The two's having a moment right now. They, they brought is. the two back. It's been going hot. They brought back the original OG Chicago colorway. And I did want those. And I want them too. They I look slept good. On but them. they are not the easiest ones to wear. I slept on them. But I've always loved twos. But I think in, in terms of just how high that one is and then the two, especially mm-hmm. for this year, before this year, was so mixed. It's a good I call. actually bought the green and white twos they because they did grow on me. They did grow on me, but then I ended up uh, sending them back because Reebok dropped the black and uh, blue shacks. <laughs> and when they, once they dropped the black and blue shacks, I knew when I got the email from Reebok that that's what it was, and that was my white whale for a long time. I said if they ever came back out with the shack ones again, yep. I was getting them, and I got the white pair. And then when I saw that they were dropping the black and blues, and I had just ordered the the green and white Jordan ones, and thankfully it was a it was an act of God actually. <laughs> it always is because <laughs> the twos got delayed from Nike. They took a long time to send me my shoe. So while I had the time to sit there and chill and wait on them, well Reebok dropped that, and I said no, nah, I want those more. Send the Jays back. Got the shacks. All right, so we've got more pairs of shoes coming in that are the favorites. Bagel guy rode in Air Max One elephants. Oh, those are oh, his favorite. Okay. Butter said, got to go with the Nike Air Monarchs and extra wide, white with green tent from mowing the lawn. <laughs> there you go. Shack foot. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that if, if that one is to be topped, it might be from Brian who wrote in. Can't go wrong with the Skechers slip-ons. They're cheap, comfortable, oh. and he's had them for five years. Wolfpack James going straight fratastic, telling you Sperry's. Sperry's are his favorite pair of shoes Hey, of I love a time. good boat shoe, man. It's yeah. the time of year. They uh, do look comfortable. I mean, I wouldn't be caught dead in them. But you wouldn't be caught in Sperry's? Oh, no, Wes, you can wear Sperry's. You can wear them on the docks. You can wear them on the docks. See, and see, that's the great thing about Jordan ones too. They yeah. become the new casual shoe. That's true. Uh, Kevin wrote in two is a fad. Jordan one is forever. Is that fair? Is, is, uh, Jordan one is forever. I don't know. If, you could call two a fad right now. I think purists. I can see that. I think purists appreciate the two, especially if you were around when those originally came out. Mm -hmm. You either liked them or you didn't. And if you did, you still like them. So it's a fad right now for sure. Are you a big uh, brand guy as far as? You just solely like Jordans and stuff like that. Or do you go kind of all over the place with your with your sneaker love? Like, what do you? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, New Balance is also having a big moment right now over the last couple of years. I wore New Balance okay. in high school, so I go way back with New Balance as well. Uh, I'm a big Jordan and Nike guy, obviously, but I'll go, uh, you know, Adidas, uh, Reebok, Question. Yeah. You know, it's Me just that, oh yeah. It, it's just that they don't have the library. They don't have all of the history. They can go back and just pull something out. You know, if Nike's having a bad quarter, they can just pop out a, a, a Galaxy phone like they're bringing out next year. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and make all things right. So, all right. Real, well, real quick, because we got to do the golf update. we got to yeah. get some scores here in just a moment. All the right. last thing I wanted to ask, I wanted to tie this at least to some kind of sports-related Charlotte Hornets conversation, because we've talked a lot about LaMelo shoe, the Pumas, mm. right? So, are you happy with the way that that shoe brand is going right now? Do you like some of the styles that are being released? Just overall, with your shoe take with LaMelo, are you happy with where that is? I love what they're doing with LaMelo. I think that is perhaps a you know one of the best premier shoes of anyone ever. I put it up there with the Jordan 1. I put it up there with the Question. And I think the 2 is just as good. Uh, they got to extend it. And they really got to get out there and sell it. They got to sell that yeah. message. They got to do some more LaMelo. You got LaMelo who's just you know, begging to be put out there, who, who doesn't need much help to be mm -hmm. out there, they got to sell that message a little bit more. Now, the Hornets will help that, obviously, and we all want that. But, yeah, I'd love to see Puma put him in the forefront a little bit more. Yeah, I got my son and I the bus cities of the yeah. first version. Then I wore yes, yesterday the OGs, the fire red ones. Love them. And yeah, then sure. I was not a big fan of the latest one. I didn't like the silhouette as much, but then I did end up getting the Rick and Morty's because I think those, those are, are dope. But I think what hurt LaMelo, too, was the Hornets not being as good because these are way easier to to get than last year. Like the first oh, yeah. Rick and Morty's, yeah. you might as well get ready to suck out 400 to 500 <laughs> for those. But the second ones, you can get them everywhere. And they're still dropping the first ones, which is I don't get that either. Yeah. So they're kind of they're kind of yeah. I think they're other. banking on maybe the fact of Melo being so big socially yeah. that I think that they feel like that the hype beast culture was going to eat on Melo's shoe oh, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And I think this time around with the Hornets not being as good, him being hurt all year, him not it's being tough. on House of Highlights and all that stuff every night doing wild stuff. I think that hurt the shoe as well and then we can check the scores and i was going to ask you were you interested in what slam's top five uh shoes were of oh, all yeah. time? all right so yeah we got a lot of things to get to in a short amount of time but also we need to say thank you to david stopping by Absolutely. giving us the spectator yes, update on what's going on he gave you the food tips so you have that gave us some shoe tips if you want more follow him on twitter at david b walker the og walker of the locked on hornets podcast david we appreciate it man hey i appreciate it fellas i started here as an intern 24 years ago mm. look, at, look at me is that now. right intern intern i did not look at oh, it yeah. finally look at <laughs> <our gang. laughs> that's right 24 years later and your dream can come true just know that it's never too late david walker is a shining example of that yeah appreciate we gotta him. have him on more often oh yeah no doubt
No doubt. We'll absolutely do that. All right, let's send it back to the Planet Kia Studios with Fitty with a scoreboard update. What you got for us, Fitty? All right, guys. A lot of golfers out there making their way through the course. Of course, you know the guys at the top of the leaderboard, Kevin Streelman, Lee Moore, they're all five under. They have set the pace so far. You've got C.T. Pan. He's coming in at three under. He is through nine. Chris Kirk, he is three under through eight. Uh, making my way here through the leaderboard, you got Nick Watney. He's through nine. He's two under. Um, then you got a bunch of guys at two under right now, including Xander Shoffley, J.J. Spawn, Stuart Sink, Zach Johnson, Tom Kim, uh, Colin Morikawa, two under through six. So you, you, you've got some guys out there on the course right now. Justin Thomas, a guy that's been talked about a lot this week. He's one under through seven. Sam Stevens, he's one under through eight. Shane Lowry, he's one under through six. So some big names on the golf course. We're going to see how this thing all plays out as the first round of the 2023 Wells Fargo Championship marches on. And this update was brought to you by Greater Golf Express. All right. Uh, did, did we have a Seamus Power update in there? Did I miss that, or, or did you just not say his name? I mean, he was—he finished his day two under par for the day. I'm pretty sure is where okay. is where Seamus okay. finished up. I'm going back through to see <laughs> if that is correct. Yeah, he finished his day two under with a with a 69. So there you go, Seamus right, out so there making us proud. All right, very, very good. This is the official Stan show of one Seamus Power. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us today. Did you have one other last-minute thing you wanted to get in, Wes? With no, we can, we, can get it, uh, okay. we can get it tomorrow. All right, all right. We'll get it in tomorrow. We'll talk about it then. Phrasing, I questioned you on phrasing. Now I need to question myself on phrasing. We're going to end now before <laughs> anything goes crazy. Let's hand it to a professional. Kyle Bailey going to be hopping on the mic in just a moment. We appreciate you listening to Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, live from Quail Hollow. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.